0: On today's show we dissect the weekend's draw with Charlton Athletic. Welcome to Marapod! There goes the final whistle at Steve Richard sealed promotion and in style here at the Lamex Stadium. An on-run the fans. Hello chaps, are we having a good weekend?
1: Going alright so far. Enjoyed the new slim down into and I enjoying the fact that Aaron looks like he's coming to us from a sauna. That's very nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Aaron, are you good? Yeah, I'm doing good, Nate. Yeah, I'm later today moving back to Wem- uh, Wembley for uni, so nice early podcast you've set me up for this morning.
0: Yeah, get your, good luck with the move. Get your uh, get get your uh, get your brain going, get you fired up before you uh end up having a task on your hands later on. Uh, it does look like you're in a sauna. What's the, what's the temperature in there? Yeah,
2: well, I'm in my parents' bar. They've got, like, in their garden it's sort of like a... They've made this shed into a bar, so uh, well, as you can see behind me, there's a few vodka bottles and... He's gone, I think.
0: I think we've
1: lost him. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of steam in the optics.
0: Well, Charlton Athletic one all. Um, all that time that we were waiting for you to sort your shit out, I should have probably pulled up the pulled up the game and uh, had the stats ready, but I didn't do it. I mean, instead, me and Pat just sat here laughing at you. <laughs> well, I can't blame you; I was
2: laughing at myself, to be honest.
1: Uh, I've got them if you
0: want them. Uh, it's right; I've got them. Um, so Charlton, um, they they had twelve shots to r nine, although we had three on target, and they had a single shot on target which was the penalty. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, they had six off target and six blocks possession, 56% in their favor, uh, past success rate. There's a 70, but ours was a far more respectable 58. It's not good enough, but it's a lot better than it was against Charlton. they not Charlton. That was Charlton. Carlisle, um, aerials. We won that aerial battle. Just, um, Tackles, obviously, with Charlton having a lot more of the ball, you would expect us to have a, have a higher amount of tackles, and that's what happens. put 26 successful tackles in uh, to, to their 16. So, again, it's, we're quite good at tackling, aren't we? Uh, except for when it's in the <laughs> box and gives away penalties right in the fucking death. Um, corners, we had five in the first half. They had four in the second half, which is probably where you look at the game and go, wow. It really was a game of two halves, wasn't it? Um, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, that, that's that. And let's let's actually look at that in a bit more detail. The fact that it was a game, a real game of two halves. So, first half, um, we had six shots to their two; they had none on target. Um, our pass success rate was actually fifty percent, fifty-eight percent at that point, but theirs was uh, a, a fair chunk lower than 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 the second half was. Um, <coughs> All the momentum in the first half was with us. Um, We were... I think we were comfortably the better side. They had good phases of passing play, but there was no... There was nothing from them in the final third, was there?
1: And that's what I wrote at half-time. Comfortably the better side, disappointed to be only 1-0 up and not to have forced more difficult saves given the quality of possession that they had. Mm -hmm. And the danger there obviously is if you only have a one goal lead, it's always vulnerable, especially if uh, you let a team grow back into the game and you know, we saw what we saw.
2: Yeah, I don't think you can really sum it up better than just a game of two halves where we really at half time probably could be three no up. Second half bar Jamie Reed's one on one. I don't think we even looked at the goalkeeper,
1: did we? No. It was it was scrappy, wasn't it? Scrappy and quite, I mean, it's always a shade of direct, but sometimes it's direct into channels for people to run onto, into feet Um, and sometimes it's direct 60-yard steepler that you might get 20% of the time if the opposition make a mistake. And we had too much of the latter and not enough of the former in the second half. And particularly once you bring List on, we brought him on with... 25 minutes to go, including the stoppage time, and he got, like, two balls he could use. And you're like, you've got to do better than that in 25 minutes. You can't just be humping it in his vague general direction because he's list. That's not his strength. He had—he he actually came
0: on in the 80th minute.
1: Okay, 21 minutes,
0: sorry. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, it was... My... <sighs> My my, I think I said I can't remember who I said. I think I said it to Steve Watkins uh, full time. Uh, they kicked the absolute shit out of us that second half. um yep. there, there's not much more to say about the second half. We dominated. We dominated the ball. Um, they moved it around well, but didn't really score. Didn't didn't threaten to score. Um, we looked far more like dangerous in the final third. And the second half, they didn't make they didn't make any tactical changes to their setup. They came out same formation. No one moved about, but they played with purpose. They were dangerous in that second half. We were leggy. We looked like we were in trouble for almost the entire thing. They really put us under pressure. And um, I, I sort of feel a bit like we're lucky to have come away with a point after all that. Um, let's talk about the penalty shouts. So you got the first half one. Um where uh, it was uh, that big number eleven they had up top, uh, Leburn. Le- uh, um He's gone through. He's nicked the ball in front of Tay. Tay's clattered him. Leburn's gone down. The ball's very safely gone out of play. And I think that had Tay, had Leburn been able to hurdle Tay, that's what would have happened. Regardless, so I think p- probably the referee's not given that because there was absolutely no hope of a goal being scored in that circumstance. Lee Bernard kicked the ball out of play.
1: Basically. That's that but it, but now, it, now it, that's
0: not how the rule should be interpreted. A foul is a foul, and you should give a fucking free kick or a penalty if a foul has been committed, regardless of whether the player has any chance of collecting the ball and scoring right that the only thing that should the only thing that that
1: part should dictate is what card you give the player yep um it's in the seen and given category and this referee was consistent in that he was not giving things if he had any inclination of a reason not to so it had to be really absolutely 100% stonewall. And even then, sometimes it didn't happen. Like the massive shirt pull on um, Hemmings, I think it was, yeah. right on the touchline, right under the linesman's nose.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that that should have been a penalty. The one moments before on uh, Reedy, um, again, 100% a foul. But the the initial foul happened about 10 yards outside the box. That's, that's yeah. when he clipped
1: it. and he held it off and stumbled
0: in. Right, that's when he. That's when he. That's when he held, held it. He, 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 the guy, clipped him, and obviously the momentum of the move carried Reedy into the box, which is when he finally hit the deck.
2: Um, it is one of those ones where if Reedy goes down straight away, we get a free kick, no questions asked. But he yeah, tried to I stay on his feet, right, yeah. the momentum going. I mean,
0: probably... yeah you're, you're probably right because i think not all comings together that cause a player to stumble in the way that really did then is a it would would be a foul in my book like if, if the guy has gone in and caught his ankle and really stumbled like like what happened um then it's a foul but if you've if you've just brushed against each other you know as you do when you're running right you just knock into him and he stumbles that's not necessarily going to be a foul. So I think I can understand why the ref didn't give that one, but that penalty shout for Charlton, I think it's horrendous. Mm. Absolutely dog shit referee in that. Fiona will be happy. I've sworn loads already today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Second half, um, back, back to the second half. Um, Two opportunities for Stevenage to put the game to bed before charlton um, before charlton got their equalizer oh god sorry boys um before charlton got their equalizer um big go really strikes again by missing a fucking sitter
1: and we say it every week don't we like he'll have five chances and score the most difficult one yeah, I mean um, his goal,
0: this one his goal was, was superb, wasn't it? Like a really tight angle, and he's drilled it hard and low with a bit of like, you know, outward sort of curl on it to tuck it in right in that bottom corner. It's a fantastic finish.
1: It was a nice walk around, wasn't it? Burns released um Freeman down the right <laughs> yes. side really nicely, who put in a dangerous cross, timed perfectly into Reedy's run, and Reed was running fast managed a first touch that allowed him the shooting opportunity, which is difficult in itself, and then yeah, from that tight angle to catch it so clean Mm -hmm. across the keeper into the side netting is a really beautiful finish, but you pair that with put through on goal from uh, Jamie Roberts, who had another good game.
0: Jamie Jamie Roberts? (laughs) Uh,
1: Too many J's, man. Put through on goal by Roberts, (laughs) edge the area, one-on-one with the keeper who's come out to meet him and narrow the angle except it's straight so it doesn't really narrow the angle and he just misses the target completely like that was an easier chance and put us 2-0 up there, Charlton Hedge might drop, it's a completely different last half hour so it was a huge miss and a a waste it's a a goal you've got to be scoring at this level.
2: The gaffer said in his post-match that it appeared to have taken a bobble as before he's shot, I haven't obviously seen that but
1: Um,
0: it's quite interesting Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of people reacting to that saying you're talking shit. Um, <laughs> Escape
1: going the groundsman now. Always. I've
0: got I've got to say that Steve Evans press, post match presser today was Oh, sorry yesterday was uh I disagreed with almost everything he said. <laughs> I think that uh I don't think I mean he's saying he's saying that the the tackle on I think he I'm sure he's referring to the to the Reedy really sort of penalty shout, that that's a definite penalty. Well, it was outside the box, Steve, so no, it fucking weren't. And he's saying that the one that they gave, the one that the referee gave, the, the tackle from uh, uh, Butler, wasn't a penalty. But it's a stonewaller, all all-day-long penalty. Butler's just gone through the bloke, he's got not, nothing of the ball. It's just it's just a penalty all day long. And it really irritates me, because one of the things we said Right back when, I mean, when, when we started this podcast, obviously we had um, fucking Paul. I've never watched a game of football Tisdale in my life. Um Like, like play, play, <laughs> you know, like, play like, like, like like talking shit after the full final whistle, saying that we were the better side at times. And like, we were playing really good football and the, the results would come when clearly that was never going to fucking happen with him. <laughs> and then Evans came in. And one of the things we said was it was really refreshing how we had a manager that was called like in his post-match pressers were calling it as he saw it. When we weren't good, he was saying we weren't good. When we were good, but a bit unlucky, that's what he said. When we, were when we weren't good, but we managed to pick up the points or win and we were got a bit lucky. That's what he said. And he's been, he was like that yeah. all last season as well. So if, I think a couple of times this season, I've been disappointed with those post-match pressers because it feels like he's a bit like, understandably he's, Fed up with the fucking referees. I think both sets of fans have got good reason to be fucked off with the referees again yesterday. Like just like Carlisle, um, and probably against Shrewsbury as well. To be fair, um, but it's just nonsense. It was their their penalty shout. As much as I hate hate to say it, was a hundred
1: percent a penalty. In the they moment, had about four plausible four... penalty shots Sorry, Aaron. Go ahead.
2: No, sorry, in the moment I was infuriated because like, you hear the massive roar from the Charlton fans. The referee stands on his spot for about three seconds and then gives it... You, like, in the moment I was like, you've listened to the fans, but of, when I watched it yeah. back... Yeah.
0: Part, part of me did wonder whether, regardless of whether it was the right decision or not, part of me did wonder whether he thought that the Nathan Thompson handball shout, he'd got it wrong. So mm. he was just taking a moment to consider. I mean, I think that was a. I think he made the right call because the balls come down. I'm in the perfect position to see it. The balls come down. It's hit. It's hit. It's hit. Uh, Thompson on the shoulder. Hit him on the like the thigh and then gone off in it. And then um, so it's, like it's not a penalty. A hundred percent. The fact that an ek, who I think is probably the catalyst for us dropping more points. Because although Charlton were dominant up to that point, they weren't threatening. As soon as he came on, they looked like they were gonna score. Yeah. It's really fucking irritating. Really fucking he's irritating. He's massive, he's bigger than I remember. And what what really, what particularly annoys me about Anike is he seems like a really nice guy, so I feel like I can't even hate him, even though I didn't even like him when he was here. It's really <laughs> irritating. Um But yeah, so most,
1: But but so the yeah, most irritating so, thing about Anike is um we let him keeps... isolate one-on-one with Thompson and just dominate that matchup because he's that much bigger. And like, yeah, we did it most of the first half with Lee Byrne and kind of got away with it. And Thompson's good at positioning himself and holding his ground so they can't back into the space to win that header. But yeah. it's relying on... Other people mopping up the flick-ons and the the knockdowns, or yeah, I mean where the tactical scrappily comes from that. And really, what you want is someone who can p- compete with him for strength in the air, rather than oh, yeah. hopefully we can scrappily pick up the knock-ons because they could go anywhere. It's you putting into much more the Absolutely,
0: of the abs- 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 absolutely the play there was moving Pidge to the centre and almost telling Pidge stick to him if he gums comes to get the ball, come with him if yeah. he if, if 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 the ball's lumped forward which is what really irritated me is the script for Charlton didn't change until anike came on um it was it was still play football keep it on the deck uh dobson i thought was uh i thought had an excellent game he, um, did. he was, was
1: Jack Greenish haircut.
0: yeah he was all over he was all over the place um all around, all around the midfield winning the ball picking it up i think he got the better of Roberts a lot a lot on a lot of the time um which we don't often see um but then Anike came on and the ball just went long and that was really frustrating
1: because and blackett Taylor was smart with his work down the wing as well he caused a lot <coughs> of problems he was yeah
0: I think that I think that they they basically beat us at our own game in that respect
1: it was um, it was tactically smarter certainly second half they made it? the most of what they had and they played kept it pretty tight. Jones at the back for them was very solid. And because yeah, he, at, he direct was
0: excellent, and, excellent, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, and maybe with Presley fit, what we tried to do would have worked. But with Reed and then List and then Roberts, like Hemmings didn't feature that much aerially no. either. It just needed to be more in the channels to feed. And Were you a
0: little bit surprised know, with that? seeing Hemmings start?
1: I mean, he's the senior pro that they've recruited, so I think once he's back to match fit, it didn't surprise me that he got the start ahead of McNeil. I was maybe surprised it didn't see McNeil at all unless he's got a knock.
0: Yeah, I mean, Listy Listy's clearly not hundred percent, is he? Still, he's going to take a long time for him to get himself up to speed. I'm sure, like he's like fitness wise, he's feeling it, but like, there's I've said it before, isn't it? There's there's fitness and there's match fitness. It's more match fitness than fitness is part of like getting your head head into the game and getting getting back into it you know like i'm sure it's the same for footballers who have been who've been sidelined for a year like when i know i know it's their job and that's all they do all like day in day out right but like you know when you when you haven't played football for ages it doesn't matter how good you are it takes you a little while to find your touch it takes you a little while to get your eye back in and, and you know find those passes it takes time so it's it's no surprise to see that we're bringing listy in slowly i just thought that I was I don't think Hemmings played himself into the starting 11 against Carlisle. Um like he he came on for McNeil at half time and I don't think he was I don't think he was that good. He was like he was, he, he did a job, you know, he he's, he's not bad, he's he's a strong lad so he's quite good at getting the ball and holding it up. But I don't feel like he brought much to the he didn't add any dimensions to that attack did he? And I, so All I feel the threat
1: like... came from Robertson, Reed, and Reid. Yeah. um Louis Thompson had an excellent game as well. And they were all, him and Roberts were really good at just controlling, turning a guy and releasing an attack. And when yeah. we did that and played it on the ball through the channels, it was um, threatening. When we, second half, under a bit more pressure, we're lumping it forward from deeper. Yeah, a lot less, a lot less um,
0: danger. The change uh, bringing Thompson off,
2: I thought was absolutely horrendous.
1: I think. I mean, I guess he he's on a book uh, in a tightrope.
2: He, yeah, it could be into the booking, but he was. Um, he's one of those players that could run for two hundred minutes and yeah, win backboards. But so, yeah, I was quite surprised to see him come off.
0: I, th- I think. I, I think. He, with him being a, one of the senior members of the squad, he's got a lot of experience. He's a very fucking good football player. I think, I, I especially with child, especially with Cheltenham coming up, we should be an easier game than the two we've just had. I think, I think it's a risk against Charlton. It's a risk you take. I don't think bringing Thompson off there was the right call. I don't care that he's on a, uh, was he on a red card? Hey. He, he wasn't. No, he, he wasn't. wasn't. He, was, no, he wasn't. was. He not booked in that. He wasn't. He was he wasn't, yeah. the pitch yeah. the he wasn't on playing. the yellow cards. Um, I think I just think it was the wrong decision. I think, I think it was one that we, I questioned it at the time. I was like, that's that's weird, and I've seen nothing to, I saw nothing through the rest of the game that made me think otherwise. Uh, for Stacasky would have been a much better, much better change. I thought Roberts was dead on his feet. At about seventy-five minutes. You know, every bl- lung-busting run he made forwards, it took him ten minutes to get back. So I don't, I don't think that that was I uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you could see it differently, Aaron. I don't know.
1: And that's yeah, fair. No, just, I, just, just
2: yeah no, sorry, Pat. That was. I <laughs> mean, I did say Aaron, happened.
0: so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I do agree with you. I think the final sort of 20 minutes we did, I mean, not just Roberts, the whole team just looked a little bit off it. I don't know if that's because we wasn't ready for Charlton in the second half. It's almost like they didn't make any changes at halftime. They're going to be the same sort of team. And we were comfortable with our one nil win. Um. Yeah. And yeah, we just caught us off guard and then we ended up being tired because they applied the pressure.
0: Might be it. It's, it's um, our thing last last season was we were okay to average in the first half, occasionally poor in the first half, but the second half was when we always kicked on, particularly at home. Second half of games is when we kicked on and we were scoring. Right, how many times were we nil nil at halftime at home in the league last season? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say probably more than half of our games. Um, I feel like it was probably nil nil at half time. Um, I think that we, as a team, we grew into games in the second half and hit people, hit teams, and Charlton very much did that to us yesterday. And I don't think we were, like Aaron said, I don't think we were ready for it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And uh, you're right, on uh, on the Roberts tracking back front, there was definitely a point second half where he let a guy go Burns had dropped back basically into the mm-hmm. back line, just uh, drifted back, and that just left Louis Thompson with three in the middle. So Charlton were very easily able to triangle their way up the pitch yep. into a threatening position without any real challenge because there was no one in our midfield to block that up. And that's the the risk you won when you play the kind of five three two we do. When it breaks down, that's how it breaks down.
0: Problem is, we're not playing five three two, are we? We're playing like five two one two because Roberts is playing. Like as a attacking attacking mids, like he's, but he's really advanced. He doesn't drop in a lot,
1: oh, especially when Hemmings went off and pushed him <laughs> into that forward, more forward role. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I when when I saw McDonald stood on the sidelines, I told I told the the, uh, the the Blake in the office I was on with that I would I was I assumed at that point that it was uh, Roberts coming off and it wheat we'd add a man to the midfield. I was really surprised to see McDonald's play so high up.
2: It's probably the highest we've actually seen him play for us, really. He's sort of... Any time he's played for us, he's yeah. sort of been right-wing back or even holding midfielder at times, just spraying passes. So, yeah, I was quite shocked to see yeah. him. Um,
0: we got, uh, I think we've got to talk about Robert's chance as well, because he was through on goal. It was a hard, much harder position to 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 get your shot away and you know there was certainly like a defender a lot closer to him but he just lashed it with his left foot and put it into the north stand without so much as threatening threatening the goal we've seen robert score tough tough chances like that um but that's that alongside the reedy reedy one that i think that was I wouldn't go as far as saying it was criminal like I did with uh, Reedy, really, but that, that was a really poor outcome for that chance.
2: Yeah, I think you want to see it on target at least, don't you? A little, like, in sting, some you've
0: time. got to sting the hands, haven't you? Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah of course. Yeah. the keeper, maybe force a corner. Yeah. It's, it's symptomatic like their keeper spilled the ball and there was no one in the vicinity to put pressure on it and try and pick up the pieces and... We pressed the clearance after that and put them under danger, but mm-hmm. it was a little bit tame in their box. We may be lacking a sort of predatory striker on the pitch at that point to uh, be trying to pick up those pieces. Yeah, it was um...
0: <coughs> ah, just a bit disappointing, wasn't it? All it's hard.
1: funny because like, at half-time, I would have said, two points dropped if we don't win this. You get to full-time and you're like, that's probably it a fair felt, point. And Charlton Ch- 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 like were trying it- to kill the game and earn a point. They were trying to nick all three in the last five minutes. So
0: they were, they, they were yeah. I, f- I, f- I felt like I against against uh, Charlton, I was like, ah, oh. no, uh, Carlo Carlisle, against Carlisle, I was like, ah, oh, that's 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 disappointing. It's a disappointing into the game. This time, it felt like a defeat to me, like a full time. It felt like we'd lost because. We'd been so comfortable at half time. We missed two real guilt edge chances and then conceded after the 90th minute again. It's just like, ah, oh, boys, come on. You're not learning from your mistakes. Someone say something.
2: Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, I'd say a point at the end of it was a fair result. I was sort of almost relieved that it wasn't a win in Charlton's favour, if anything, because the pressure was so high towards the end. Um, Yeah, I think the feeling compared to Carlisle was different in the sense like, we should have won that gutting, whereas Charlton was like, towards the end of it, just, yeah, I think fair result.
1: It's another one that they should probably be disappointed with because of the flow of the game. Like you dominate the first half, you have the best chance of the first quarter, an hour, twenty minutes of the second half, but you fail to convert it and then you let them back in. And you can't be afford- you can't afford to be dropping those sorts of points at home I mean, if you want to say the business end of the table, that's the the Yeah sum of it all, I suppose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um Shall we have a look at the rest of the league one yesterday? Sure, let's do it. Let's yeah. go, go through go through the results. Barnsley 2, Burton 0. Um, Dino's in trouble. <laughs> Derby 1, Portsmouth 1. Exeter 1, Cheltenham 0. Exeter go back to the top of the table with that. Chil- uh, Fleetwood 0. zero. Oh, 0. Don't often hear a 0 in football, do you? Fleetwood 0. Yeah. Uh, Oxford 3. I. I think Ox I I really worry about our fixture with Oxford. I feel like we might get pumped. I think that I think Oxford are a very good side. They make that yeah. along with us, I think they've had the best transfer window in League One this season. And uh yeah, that they, they look a very handy side considering how poorly they did last year. Um Lincoln won, Carlisle won. Um Jokal Anderson tweeted that he was very disappointed with only getting a point. Um, that they 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 should have done more to win that game. Uh, Peterborough one, uh, Leighton Orient one. Ah, take that, yeah. Wellens, <laughs> Wellens, your rat. Uh, Port Vale one, Northampton nil. Uh Interesting result here. Reading two, Bolton one. Mm-hmm. Bolton had a man sent off. Um, don't know when, but that's that. They were winning early on, so that's that's uh, that's obviously red cards flipped that game. Um, Shrewsbury nil, Bristol Rovers two. No real surprises there. Rovers, they might have they might have people who beat up women in their team, but they're quite a good side. they <laughs> are not surprise that they beat up beat up Shrewsbury there. Um, this is the sort of this is the sort of analysis you don't get on Sky Sports, isn't it? Stevenage one, Charlton one, obviously. Wigan two, Cambridge one. Nicely, nicely, uh, the books losing. That new badge there's is fucking horrendous, isn't
1: it? Yep. Why is it? Yeah, why is it
0: with tunners and introducing shit badges?
1: The lucky it's a actually I don't know if tunners. No. Was...
0: They're not, they're yeah, I don't know if tunners bad. was actually at Stevenage at that point. But
1: what's worse, though, rebadging your own kit or rebadging <laughs> someone else's kit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if it's really bad, it's probably worse that you've done that to yourself, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Um, it's a downgrade. Uh, Wickham 2, Blackpool nil. Well, Wickham haven't had a great start to the season, um, so that's a bit of a surprise, that, that result. Um, let's look at the, uh, the old table. <clears throat> Fleetwood have sunk to the bottom of the table. Uh, one oh, point no, from seven games. Sad. Chol- uh, Ch- Cheltenham uh, still one point. That's appalling, isn't it? That is shocking. You've Cheltenham haven't scored a really? goal. Cheltenham haven't scored a goal yet. Watch, they win three fucking nil next week. Um, <laughs> Burton, second bottom. Uh, they've only scored two goals. Uh, they've got two points. Wigan, uh, 21st. Obviously, they've got the minus eight. Have Redding had more points taken off of them? I saw something, but this table only says one point. Let me have a look at Sky Sports. I'm sure that'll be up to date.
1: The table I've got them on has three wins, four losses, five points. So they must have lost four at some point.
0: Uh, uh, Right, okay. So so you're right. Yeah, Reading have been reduced, have deducted four points because of regulation breaches. So they're on five points in 21st. Then you've got Wigan above them on, uh, on goal difference. Then Northampton Town on seven points from seven games. Carlisle on uh, seven points uh, from eight games than Charlton, which uh, I'd say both Carlisle and Charlton are a lot better than their records show at the moment. Oh,
2: um,
0: definitely. Yeah. Ch- Carlisle, not as good. I don't, Carlisle, I know we're near as good as Charlton are, but I think they're they're a solid Charlton. Are, sorry, Carlisle feel like a solid mid-table team. Ch- mm. Charlton, if they can play like that in the second half, more often than they don't, they'll be they'll be trouble in the playoffs. I've got no doubt about it. Um, they're only uh, they're only a few what, five six points off that anyway at the moment. Being so early, they'll be absolutely fine. Orient eight points, eight games. And they're in sixteenth. Then you've got Shrewsbury Town, Blackpool, and Bristol Rovers all on nine points. Um, up to thirteenth, and Peterborough and Derby twelfth and eleventh. On ten points, Cambridge United in twelfth, tenth sorry, with twelve points, Lincoln with them in ninth, uh, twelve points. Uh, then Wickham Wanderers, who I said a, a rough start to the season, but actually haven't lost in the last five. Um, they did have a, they did have a really a really pissed couple of first games, but they've actually turned it around. They sit on thirteen points. <coughs> uh, Bolton sit down to seventh, thirteen points. Portsmouth, 6th, 13 points. Barnsley, 5th, 13 points. Uh, then you've got Stevenage and Oxford United on f- 15 points, occupying 4th and 3rd. Port Vale up to 2nd. Nobody saw that coming. Even Port what a vale comeback
1: from that 7-0 Thursday loss as well. The goal difference it, is still it, minus 2. It's ridiculous. They're,
0: they're, and they're, play, they're, they're actually playing really good football. They're not just mm. grinding out shitty results. They're actually playing really good football at the moment. Um, Port Vale fans are even like, all right, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then Exeter doing what I said at the start of the season—they threatened to do and actually make a run for the title. Um, actually, I don't know if I did say that. I said they're quite a good side, but I don't know if I went that far. Um, but they're top of the pack uh, on goal difference because obviously
1: Port Vale aren't going to beat anyone on goal difference this year. No, but also next year have got a game <laughs> in hand as well. So oh, sorry, they've played a game more as well. So it's it's yeah yeah yeah. So like Port,
0: Port Port, Port Vale, Oxford, Barnsley, Portsmouth. Bolton, Wickham. I should have gone through teams that don't have a point in hand, really. A, a game in hand. So, I'll, I'll switch tacks. Exeter, Stevenage, Orient and Carlisle are all on eight games. The rest of the league are on seven.
1: Yeah. So, we're a point from the top, it's <coughs> probably going to be four if Port Vale keep up their form. And It feels ridiculous to be as negative as we were when we're only one point yeah. back from the top and in fourth in the league. And we're ahead of where we were. It's a uh, a case of being disappointed by the missed opportunities for it being more, you know, and particularly with a game in hand. Like if you could have been, if you could have seen those two wins over the line where you were ahead in both games multiple times,
0: would be that top and clear. On
1: what? Yeah, nineteen points with a game in hand, but three points ahead. Like it's it's a huge difference. Even in the oh, we wouldn't games.
0: we wouldn't have a game in hand. we oh, we actually. played... Sorry, no, I keep seeing the game of well, play having played the game more. So. Yeah, no, we, we yeah, no. Um, so, Tuesday, Port Vale play Burton. Yeah, wow. Well. So, they'll be top come Wednesday morning. Um, the other two games, uh, which will bring them up to eight games, uh, Barnsley and Portsmouth and Peterborough and Cheltenham. So, you'd imagine Cheltenham will win that relatively comfortable, comfortably. Um, and then uh, Barnsley, Portsmouth, that's... That should be a cracking game, and I'm actually really disappointed that's not on television. That'd be a belter. Mm. Sky Sky don't even show the bloody Champions League anymore. Why Why are they not showing that on a Tuesday night? <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably, probably because of this level as
0: well. To be, to, be, to be fair, there's probably Championship games on Tuesday, and there's probably a massive one of them. But that looks like a, that looks like a, I might watch. I might try and find a way to watch that game. Um, and then Saturday, obviously, we've got the uh, we've got our visit to Cheltenham Town. Um, let's have let's have a little bit more of a look at Cheltenham's form recently because it's funny. Um,
1: <laughs> It'll be funny until about ten o'clock. If <laughs> <do that. laughs> right?
0: Yeah, yeah. When they put four past Peterborough or something. yeah. One um, 0 So the last six, one nil loss away at Reading. 0-0 at home against Portsmouth, 1-0 loss away against Northampton, a 2-0 loss away at Barnsley, a 4-1 loss away at uh, <coughs> Rovers. Sorry, those uh, Northampton and Barnsley games were at home. And then a 1-0 loss away at League Leaders uh, Exa. <coughs> um, but if you look at our last six, one win, five draws, Admittedly, you know we've got a Carabao Cup and a EFL Trophy game in that time, but that's not good, is it? One win in the last six.
1: It's, pish. it's just
2: it's not, what you'd expect from someone with their league again. Just again, just shows how far we've come. Like we're expecting a lot from this team. Now that even now that we're in League One, we're sort of we're getting a point with Charlton Athletic, and we're not satisfied. Like I think that. Just
0: but, I think, but I think I ahead of the game, I, I get what you're saying, but ahead of the game, I think we'd have all taken a point.
1: Yeah, 100%. I, I think ahead of the game, I was looking at the league positions and relative forms and thinking, aside from the fact that they're a bigger, better finance side than us, we should be beating them 11 versus 11 at home with the relative league table positions. But you
0: can't just look at the table uh, position. Uh,
1: on, right. on form at home, it's a game we should have been looking to get three points from. And we obviously were, but couldn't see it over the line. But that's why it's a disappointment, not a oh great, yeah. we've got a point against massive Charlton, aren't we? Good that we hung on for that. You can't think like that, otherwise you end up lower mid table.
0: No, no, I get yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I think I think if you look at you know, if you look at the this 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 is fine saying this right like sort of after the fact, right? But if you look at the if you look at the two teams, I think I think we're very even. I think we were very even with them on terms of quality on paper. Um I've, the eleven. I'd probably say that they have a couple more sort of standout players who you think might be able to turn the tide of a game. I think they've yeah. had a disappointing start. They've also got a new manager because of that disappointing start. Um they also had their best player in an EK back from injury since February. Um, yesterday, like he hadn't played a game since February. The last time he scored was against us in the EFL Cup last year. Um, I think that if you look at the two teams, form obviously has to play a part of your assessment of an upcoming match. But I think also you have to give more weight to the quality of the team, the quality of the squads, and just think in some of, in some respects you can't just go. They look, we look better than them on paper, or they look better than us on paper, and or you know, or sorry, in the form table, we 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 won five, they've won two, we will win. Like it's it's a little bit too, it's a little bit too easy, isn't
1: it? it's it's a great point if you're looking to survive in League One and build your club by a little bit. It's not a great point if you're trying to stay in the automatic places, and particularly at half time, having looked like the better side for forty five minutes. <clears throat> I'd, oh, I, it's, I'm, I'm. it's a I'm disappointing not, point I, rather than a pleasing point for me at this point uh, I don't like I, being glass half full but there we how are many, how many
0: times can you say point in two minutes
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot more now than when we had uh, <laughs> Ed Stale in charge
0: <laughs> why has he been mentioned twice today that's shocking um, uh, no I, look, I, I do I, I understand what you're saying and it is a disappointing point uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't go into the game thinking, Oh, a point would be a great result. I would take a point. I would all, I would almost always take a point. Like, like, like I said, you know, we play 46 games. If you take a point, you're going to be pretty safe from relegation battle. Hmm. Um, But like, I think that uh, that's a very defeatist way to look at it. Um, and it's not a Steve Evans way of looking at it at all. But I think that if you look at the two squads, It's early enough in the season where you can sort of take form with a little bit more of a pinch of salt than you would say in January. Um, I just think I think that I think going into this game, a point would be I would take a point um, before you start to consider things like performances. That's what that's that's it. I won't take a point Saturday if we come away Saturday with a point. I'm gonna be fucking steaming. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a game that we have to win simply, just by looking at their form Um Obviously going away from yeah. home makes that a little bit tougher but still I wouldn't expect any more than three points Any less than three
1: points <laughs> Yeah, would I would mean yes, any, more than three, more, any more than three points would would be incredible.
2: More than three points is possible yeah.
1: yeah, we'll take it
0: <clears throat> Okay, so Let's have a think about uh, let's 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 do a prediction for Saturday because we, we should be winning this comfortably. So uh, there's nothing funnier than us like someone predicting four nil and then you know we scrape to a lucky one 0 or lose one 0 yeah. Right?
1: Unfortunately, Dracula isn't <clears throat> on today.
0: <laughs> Aaron, go on predicts predicts the game.
2: Yeah, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because then I'll look <laughs> tall by the end of it. Um, so I'll say. A comfortable 1 0
0: win. That seems very Stevenage. Um, Yeah.
1: Pat? I am going to go Cheltenham 1, Stevenage 2. You think they will score their first goal of the season? Yes.
0: Or will they score on Tuesday night?
1: I mean, given the number of times we've seen Nathan Thompson of Tay both go for something and then both stop and just leave it for the striker in the last couple of games. <laughs> Clean sheets don't look like our speciality at the moment.
0: That sort of thing is uh, its exactly what Cheltenham needs to kick the season off, isn't it, to be fair? Mm. Um, I'm going to go with a 3-0 victory for Stevenage. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Jamie Reid scoring two and Elliot List getting one. And I'm also That's gonna right. say and I'm also gonna say that Jordan Roberts gets sent off. <laughs> in about in about the sixty-fifth, sixty-sixth minute, and it'll be something really stupid and petulant that gets him sent off.
2: He's got a book in him at least. So. Yeah, he's one of
0: those he's one of those players you're gonna miss you're gonna lose him a couple of times a season to suspensions just because his get, we've said it all the time I don't really feel like we need to rehash it but like his game is so his game is off the ball is so much about pressing and putting in tackles and nicking the ball um, that uh, that you're you're gonna walk that line the battle the battle is not like not is trying to sort of calm him down enough to only start really putting it in in the second half how many how many time how many times last season did we draw a game or potentially lose a game where Roberts got booked in the first like 15, 20 minutes and he was anonymous for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess the Pretty positive nice. is we've got good uh, backup in that sort of position now.
0: <laughs> yeah. We certainly have better backup than we had last season in that sort of respect. Um, cool. I think we're done here. Oh, it's too early. <laughs> I know I forced this, but it's too early. I
1: didn't go to bed I, until thought like I was going to be still full of fire after it yesterday, and now I'm a bit like, oh, it's just, uh... and I don't want to be because half time I was full of full of joy and excitement, and it all petered out. I me
0: don't, know, I, I don't, I don't know why, Pat. But when he said that at half time, I was full of. In my head, I was like, "He's going to say spunk." <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, it's not even. It's ten o'clock in the morning. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, sorry, boys. Um, thank, thank, thanks for coming on, Aaron. Good luck
2: with your uh, thanks, stuff Andy. later. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It's well, a you. you kept
0: that one quiet. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes a bit better than it started.
1: I, was Aaron, doing
0: was doing no, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron doesn't have any context to how to, to that, so like that's a really defeat. Yeah. I know, obviously, the listener doesn't have any context to that. It's fine. I'll have a good day. Cheers, Pat. Good,
1: good. All the best.
0: Cheers, Borough fans. Go and have a look at our website and stuff. There's a couple of things on there now. It, it, it's been a slow burner that one. I've, I, I was gonna draw, I was gonna be the driving force behind having stuff on there quite a lot, and uh, I've had personal matters to attend to so I haven't updated as much as I should but that's all in the past sort of now almost uh, so I c- I've got more time to to, to to get some stuff up on there so uh, I'll, I'll aim to have something uploaded in the week <coughs> anyway uh, uh, up the borough and uh, scream Michael Appleton Woo!
2: Hello, mate. Sorry about that. That was an absolute shambles. What? What, what, what really happened? Credit. Well, I'm currently on my hotspot because my Wi-Fi is just useless. <laughs> I mean, well, wow. hot- right.
0: brilliant. Okay, so I look forward to you dipping out on and off over the course of the episode. Then,
2: yeah, my apologies. <laughs> uh, anyway, um,
0: what do you reckon the players' favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams, of Fish" to me. I can see that.
1: I reckon TVC loves a McFurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch.
0: Do you reckon Macca loves a Maccas?
1: I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face.
0: And Revs definitely takes down
1: a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist.
0: Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com